Praise the Lord. Hope everyone had and or is still having a safe and sound holiday. As we all know and see from our day-to-day lives, holiday season 2020 is uh, quite unusual. There has never been anything like this, all due to the uh, ongoing pandemic. This is affecting all the way from limited travels to see our own family members to limited visitations in order to spend time together with friends from far and near. Even so, let us all read together and believe in our hearts the word of God from Psalm 91 and receive his protection from the loathsome disease that is everywhere. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Hebrews chapter 1 verses 3 through 14. Hebrews 1 verse 3 through 14. Who being the brightest of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had him when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, 
When he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels he saith, Who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire? But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is for ever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness, and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they shall, they, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy ears shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits? Send forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your word that you have given us today. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and every listener of today's message so that we may receive wisdom and understanding at this very hour. Open our understanding so that we may gain knowledge of the truth of your Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When Jesus appeared to the world in the flesh, he said this about God the Father. According to John 4:24, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is not just a spirit, but he is a spirit. That's with a capital S. We cannot dare to see with our eyes, nor touch him. If we look back in Exodus 33, that's why he told Moses that he can't see him directly or touch him. So Exodus in 33 verse 20, it says this, And he said, Thou canst not see my face. This is God's face. For there shall no man see me and live. So all Moses got to see was the glory of God as he was passing by his backside. However, in order for God to deliver the word of truth to the sinners, he had to appear in the image of Adam as a man. Therefore Jesus, who was conceived by the Spirit of God, appeared as a man who was in the beginning as the Word, and who was with God, and he was God who created the heaven and the earth with the Father as well as all things on the earth. These are the first three verses of John chapter 1. He is the brightness of God's glory and the express image of God's person. In other words, Heavenly Father had to be a man who could be seen and communicate with man. 
Apostle John, who had seen Jesus closely and had fellowship with him, testified of him in 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. Jesus also testified many times that he is the brightness of God's glory and that he is the express image of his person. I and my Father are one. He said this in John 10 verse 30. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? John chapter 14, verses 8 and 9. And lastly, Matthew 11, verses 28 and 29. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. In the Old Testament, God said to King Ahaz in Isaiah uh, chapter 7, verse 11 first, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But, but Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt, tempt the Lord. Next verse in 12, 7-12, Isaiah 7-12. God said through the prophet Isaiah to ask for a sign about how Christ Jesus, God's only Son, only begotten Son, will appear on the earth to save the Israelites, but he refused. He lived with his own interest only for his own comfort at that time, not interested in Christ, who would appear after his death. Most Christians today also are not interested in Christ, who will appear to lift them up to the heavens sooner or later. That's the day of Christ. And they are deceived by the words of peace and safety, thinking only of their own comfort for eating and drinking. But God testified of the signs to be revealed for the coming birth of Christ to the prophet Isaiah. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 7, verse 14. The Holy Spirit, through the prophet Isaiah, testified of the sign of Christ Jesus, the brightness of God and the express image of his person.
Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7, he said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, and upon his kingdom, to order it, and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, is not only the Son of Heavenly Father, but He is the Almighty God as well as the Eternal Father, and appeared to the world in the form of the Son of Man to fulfill the word promised to David in the future. He will judge the world and become the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and also establish his eternal kingdom. The Christ, who created the heaven and the earth, and all things with the Father through his word, is upholding all things in the whole universe and is running without any errors. He's running it without any errors until the day he judges heaven and earth, which is in the near future. But when that time comes, when he calls unto them, all things will stand up together unto judgment. He said through the prophet Isaiah, in chapter 48, verse 13, Mine hand also hath laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand hath spanned the heavens. When I call unto them, they stand up together. Next is Isaiah 34, verses 1 through 5. Come near, ye nations, to hear and hearken, ye people. Let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world, and all things that come forth of it. For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, and his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them, he hath delivered them, to the slaughter. Their slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood, and all the host of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their host shall fall down. As the leaf falleth off from the vine, and as a falling fig from the fig tree. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Edomia, and upon the people of my curse, to judgment. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness, and with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord hath a sacrifice in Basra, and a great slaughter in the land of Edomia. 
Therefore, the Holy Spirit is warning us not to reject God's word in order not to enter to God's judgment. Hebrews 12, verses 25 through 29, he said, See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape. If we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Inevitably, the present sinful world which we live in will not be able to escape God's wrath and judgment that will be under the foothold of Jesus Christ. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they shall they all shall wax old and as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 10 through 12. However, God sent God the Son, who is superior to the angels, into the world to remove the sins and purify all those who believe in him. Apostle Paul testified of the power of Christ's blood. In Hebrews 9 verses 11 through 14, but Christ being come an high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered it, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God Our salvation is the only way through believing in the blood that the Lord Jesus Christ shed to remove the sins of the world. We are saved by grace, by believing in His blood. When God speaks unto the Son, saying, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever, a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of Thy kingdom, 
that is confirming to the Son Jesus Christ as God himself, who we believe. One last question before I close today's message. Have you been saved? Have you received Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior? You know, knowing it in the head and believing in the heart are two different things. Everyone born here on earth is a sinner, according to Romans chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. If you turn to Mark chapter 7, they list all the sins that comes out of the man. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Jesus took on all the sins and he died for you and he died for me. He died for the world so that we, you, don't have to pay for the price of sin, which is death. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You know, if you don't believe in Jesus, not only is it sin, but you're taking up all the sins and you're carrying it with you to hell. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through the through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 6, 23. I mentioned earlier it's a sin not to believe in Jesus Christ. Let me read from John 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Listen carefully to this one. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Because they believe not on Jesus Christ. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Who is that? Who is the prince of this world? It's the Satan, it's the devil himself. Until Jesus comes back to take back his kingdom, he is ruling this earth so don't be deceived when they scream out when all the government scream out peace and safety 
That's not the peace and safety you want to rely on. Only Jesus Christ can save you and give you the true peace and safety in his millennial kingdom. So then what is the gospel of Christ? Well, here it is in 1 Corinthians 15. These are the first four verses. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Also, salvation is a gift. That's something that you buy or work for. It is given by God himself. Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9, it says this, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Anybody tell you anything otherwise? That's a lie. Whoever's teaching you that, you need to get out of that place. They're teaching you the wrong doctrine. You can't work for your salvation. It is given by God himself. Equally to anybody that believe in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. Don't let that fool you. Now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, you must confess and believe the gospel. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. If we look further down, verse, uh, verse 13 in Romans chapter 10, Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord who? Jesus Christ. Will you receive him today? But you must invite him, invite Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll start off first. You can follow along. You can pause and repeat along the way so that if you need to write it down. Okay, so here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray, Amen. Thank you for your time. If today was your first time ever hearing 
the gospel of Christ. God bless you, dear friend. And please do share this message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Also, please, please read your Bible daily and get to know God through His words. Episodes like today's um, you might not, you might have to hear them more than once. You know, it doesn't hurt to repeat. Take your time and hear it over and over. Because faith comes from hearing, and hearing is the word of God. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for your message, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Allow me to testify according to the verses contained in the Holy Bible, your word of truth. May only your word of truth be remembered in each and everyone's heart. Bless and sanctify each and every one of those people, every one of the listeners who has received you today as their personal Lord and Savior. Please guide and teach every one of them as they walk with you. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.